Welcome to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast, the show that empowers you to redefine the life you want and live your best life. Now, I'm your host, Francine Belly, and I show purpose-driven entrepreneurs, CEOs, and professionals a powerful pathway to become recognized thought leaders in their field, increase their visibility, trust, and profitability. So join me and my guests every Tuesday for inspirational stories and practical strategies to get more meaning in your work and in your life, make the money you deserve and lead a movement to change the world. I am really, really, really excited to have in this episode a man that I really, really admire. Uh, He's called Professor Yao Azuma. He's a managing director of Kia Energy Group, which is an international renewable energy firm with the vision to democratize access to sustainable energy. Hi, Prof. Welcome to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast. Hi, Fasin. I'm really excited to, to be here and chat with you. Wonderful. <laughs> what we are doing here at Kia Energy Group. Wonderful. So thank you. Thank you for making the time. I know that we're a very busy man, and thank you for making the time to be on this. You're very welcome. And I guess Sylvie as well. Sylvie, Sylvie Shipe, how are you? (laughs) Fine, thanks. And how are you too? I'm good too. I'm good. Thank you. So, actually, just to give a contest, uh, we met in Lomi when actually both of you were actually at uh, Stanford, the meeting where uh, you were presenting the Stanford Lead Executive Education Program and how it transformed, you know, you've been through the program and how it transformed your company. And I actually found after that, I visited your premises and I really fall in love with what you have accomplished and really, and um, as innovative company, obviously, and all the energy solar paneling that I've seen, but also at a human level with uh, the team and what you have been able to do as well. So, you know, uh, you have been an inspiration, actually one of my highlights in Lomi, to be honest. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so for those who don't know you, Prof, tell us in your own words, who you are and what you do. Um, to make it short, I am a dreamer. Mm-hmm. I am uh, uh, a guy who is uh, fighting every day to make sure that uh, in the years to come, uh, every people in Africa should have access to energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, for it, uh, I'm using my uh, capabilities as a scientist, as an engineer, uh, to uh, design new and optimal or innovative and optimal optimized system uh, in solar area in such a way that yeah, the the beneficiaries potential beneficiaries could have access to this kind of system from financial point of view. So um, I'm I'm still uh, uh, in my dream. Uh, to, to to provide affordable energy to poor and vulnerable people. Wonderful. I love that. I love how you define yourself as a dreamer. And we need to dream in Africa specifically. You know, we don't dream enough. I think that we don't dream enough. <laughs> but I 
like we don't have the luxury to dream, but I think that dreaming is a big thing, actually. You know, if we want to want to go far, dreaming is one of the, the key, actually, to, to move forward. So <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. So tell me, what is one thing that most people don't know about you? Uh, uh, most people don't know that I'm a lazy guy. <laughs> really? Yeah, you know, you, you <laughs> two you don't know. That achieve a lot. So what will uh, happen uh, if you are not lazy? <laughs> uh, because of my laziness, <laughs> I try to find a way to optimize uh, how to do uh, things, you know. Oh. Uh, I don't want to spend much time uh, on, you know, some subject. I, I, try, I think fast to see how I can do it easily. Mm -hmm. uh, so to have time for me for uh, other things. So I'm a, I'm a lazy guy, uh -huh. a very lazy guy. Yeah. Uh, that's helped me optimizing or thinking uh, very fast to do things in a, in a uh, how can I say in a rational way? Actually, very efficient way. I can yeah. actually uh, relate to that because I'm also a lazy person, actually. People don't know that, but I can totally get what you say because I'm lazy, so I have to find ways to get around it as well yeah. <laughs> and to make things efficient. And for me, it's using digital tools actually to automate stuff. <laughs> and then I don't have to do it myself. I, I, I think that's good. That's good. So now I'd like to know your background, what you did want to do when you grew up. You know, what were you dreaming of as a, as a young boy? So what were you dreaming about, um, you know, when you were a young boy? <clears throat> um, let's say that I, I was born in Lome, Togo here, and I grown in Lome. I studied in Lome until my uh, first university degree, uh, which was uh, at that time, it's not master degree, but it is, uh, uh, let's say first year of master degree, but it was what we called in French matrice. Mm -hmm. Then I moved to France for my master degree and PhD degree. So I hold the master and PhD degree for University of Perpignan in France in the, um, energy engineering and with a uh, focus on solar system and the uh, energy efficiency. So after that year, uh, I, I uh, spent two years in, in Canada for my uh, postdoctoral research. Uh, I work with uh, federal government uh, laboratory, one of the, energy, uh, let's say, energy system lab of uh, the federal government of Canada. And from there, I jumped back in Africa and uh, uh, more, more precisely in Burkina Faso, where I lived like almost 10 years before uh, as, a, as, a, as a professor in uh, energy engineering at what we call TUAI, which is an uh, engineering school, uh, international engineering school based in uh, at Ouagadougou. And from there, I also worked for one year, one and a half of year with uh, African Union in Algeria, uh, in the, um, uh, let's say, building a new uh, institute, Pan-African Institute, which is called 
Pan African Institute for uh, Energy and Water Sciences, uh, which is located at the uh, which is a very uh, nice uh, town of Algeria, actually. And since 2015, I decided to settle back to Lome and created my company, which is a Kia um, Energy Group, uh, fully dedicated to solar industry. Mm -hmm. When I was uh, very young, uh, my dream was to become a teacher. Mm -hmm. I like sharing uh, my thought, my knowledge of people around me. And uh, I, I do remember when I was uh, at the secondary school, uh, all the, uh, let's say, uh, either my team, my classmates or uh, other people around, around us were coming home so that I could explain uh, lessons to them and all this. So I was uh, clearly um, have in mind that, uh, have in mind that uh, I'm dedicated to become a teacher, uh, lecturer. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, my dream. Do, actually. Yeah. You still do that, but obviously you have many, many, many more skills to teach <laughs> now. And uh, that is really fantastic. I love asking this question because a lot of people in the end, when they look at what they wanted really to do, sometimes it's linked to what they are doing now, but sometimes they don't see the connection, actually. So that's why I always love to know what's your background? What were you dreaming about when you were very young? Sometimes people lose it totally, and sometimes they connect that back to what they are doing. And this is what gives them actually a lot of drive and a lot of um, meaning in what they are doing. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. The only thing that I didn't dream about before yeah. is to becoming entrepreneur. Oh. Uh -huh. Yeah, this one is, uh, uh, let's say, by accident that I, I, am, I, became, I became entrepreneur. It wasn't in my, uh, my project, my Why professional project. did you actually finally think that you were going to? Because you could have been in a very international company and earning nice money and not having headaches. <laughs> and earning all your salary every single month. Why then did you decide to become an entrepreneur? <laughs> I was fed up of uh, working for other people who were not having uh, a same vision like you, and mm -hmm. uh, even who were fighting against your vision. Mm -hmm. Because uh, uh, sometimes, you know, if you are dreaming about something, maybe you are thinking faster than your boss. So. Uh, sometimes they don't collaborate. It's like uh, they want to make sure that they are the one who are, who are supervising um, the system. Yeah. Then I was uh, uh, fighting against, uh, you know, the system, the system. Either why I was not happy about the vision, the new vision of, uh, we had a new boss who was left in behind research activities. Me, I'm researcher before uh, being lecturer. You know, for me, a good lecturer should first be a good researcher because it consolidates what you have to teach to, to people. Then um, I was not happy about the way he was thinking um, the, the, the education or let's say the, the, 
program, the, the, the program that we have at Hawaii. Uh, when I was uh, working also for AU, I was disappointed about the heavy administrative procedures. You send an email and it will be taken like one week before <laughs> having the reply of the email. It can see that it's a waste of time and people are fighting against small, small things. So, uh, so that was one point. I decided to work for myself and solving problems on ground uh, because of my research activities that I was conducting at Tuai, I um, come to the fact that it is better to have my foot now on the ground to serve people directly, not only by teaching, not only by lecturing, but to be also to have my, uh, uh, my, my, my as I said, my foot on ground, and that make a big change in my mind. So combined with fighting with uh, my bosses because of uh, a lack of vision or uh, opposite vision, I decided to mm. to be in my yeah. own, and uh, so yeah. far. Yeah. Uh, so good. <laughs> so far, so good. You enjoyed that. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. So, Sylvia, actually, yes. you are the DC of uh, Kia, and I met you also both with uh, Prof uh, at this event. Would you want yes. also to introduce yourself? But I also want to know how did you join Kia Group actually, because you have like a very good relationship as well. How you decided to join? Uh, Kia, and also what you are currently doing there. Okay, thank you, Francine. So I'm Sylvie Shikwe, as you said, it, marketing manager of Kia. Um, in the year 2020, I found myself working closely with Kia. They were a visionary organization with a bold mission. Uh, little did I know that this partnership will lead me on a remarkable journey. So at that time, Kia was one of the clients of the company I worked for. Um, our professional relationship was strong and I poured my heart into understanding their needs and objectives. Uh, as fate will have it, I decided to pursue a new opportunity and join another organization. And however, the connection with Kia remained strong and we kept in touch. One day out of the blue, I received a tempting offer from Kia. Mm -hmm. They expressed a desire for me to lead their new commercial and marketing department, which um, at that time was nothing more than a vision waiting to be realized. It was an invitation. I couldn't resist. Mm -hmm. In 2020, I officially became a part of the Kia family uh, with the support of a dedicated team and the guidance of an experienced chief manager. Yeah, we set out to establish and implement the commercial and marketing strategies that will define Kia future success. Uh, it was a challenge, but the passion for the mission and the shared vision of um, making a difference uh, kept us moving forward. Mm -hmm. As time passed, I was humbled and honored to be recognized for my contribution. Uh, in February 2023, I was appointed as the executive uh, director of the Kia Foundation. The, I can say the philanthropic uh, arm 
of the organization. And so uh, that branch is dedicated to creation positive uh, social change and furthering KIA's mission. This role allowed me to launch initiatives that went beyond business and focused on making a meaningful impact on people's lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, the journey to KIA was one filled with challenges, growth, and moments of fear, but also moments of triumph. Uh, so I can say uh, in summary, that is how I joined Kia and what I'm doing right now at Kia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that's that's a really brilliant journey, actually. And uh, really, you know, when you see an organization has a vision like Kia, you cannot resist to want to join and actually do whatever you can to support. And that's what the case, yes. And I've seen that myself. And this is actually the reason even I invited you both, Prof and you today, is because I have this pleasure to work with 18 of uh, your management team and train and coach them uh, uh, in personal branding and employee advocacy as well. And, um, you know, and what you just say is really good, actually. So what 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 is the thing that you enjoy the most, um, uh, Sylvie, uh, uh, when you are working in Kia and the team, the whole team that you are working with? What's what's one some of the key things that you really enjoy the most? We are always moving here. Every every time things are changing and there is a new thing uh, we have to do. Uh, if you are a Kia here, it is because you are a person that love working. If you don't love working, you cannot be here at Kia. So it is one thing that really impacts me. And if you want to work, come here. But if you don't want to work, you just want um, to earn money, don't come here. So I'm really impacted by the work we are doing, how things are uh, moving at any moments. You can wake up tomorrow morning and you have uh, another innovation, a new thing that you should think about and to implement. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I've seen actually all your team. Actually, I remember when I first arrived, when Prof made me uh, see all this stuff, I see in the room a lot of young people, actually. Yeah. You know, I was amazed to see young people and girls and with your foundation as well, you know, and how you're empowering girls. And uh, it's really, really good, actually, uh, to see how the visionary companies are now supporting uh, its employee prof my question to you is that what made you wanted to offer to your team this training you know this training of personal branding and employee advocacy training what made you wanted to do that it's very simple we, we we are here 50 people if uh, uh, all of them could have the mean to talk about Kia uh, so we have more people uh, who will be that because each of us has his network, you know, which is uh, not necessarily connected with um, uh, others one. So uh, I was uh, fortunate to meet you and, uh, and I was convinced that we can learn more from you. And that's why I, uh, I uh, asked you if you can offer uh, this training to my, uh, my uh, uh, let's say managers. Uh, first, and maybe tomorrow it will be extended to the whole company because uh, uh, that will make them talking easily about the company. That's one thing. And 
by doing so, uh, they will feel as uh, also owners of this company because uh, it, it's not just uh, a feeling of employee, which is important when you are working in a company. You have to hold uh, a share of this company as uh, as uh, the defender of the causes of the company and uh, sharing the mission. And if you can uh, uh, practice this by uh, uh, personal branding and all this, so I think that that will make them feeling more uh, as uh, owners of this company than being aside and uh, having only the communication team they're written down about the company. That's why I think this uh, training was uh, very helpful for each of us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And why do you think for as a company, it is important to really empower your employees in this in this fashion? And why do you think that many more other other leaders or other business owners or, you know, managers don't think the same? For me, uh, it is very important to put women, women, uh, I mean, people at the center of the business. And if you think that way, so anything that could help them uh, to be, how can I say it uh, properly, uh, to, to lift them up, uh, you, you provide them with it. I mean, uh, building their capacity, empowering them to make them, you know, feeling better in the company. Uh, it's one uh, very important thing that could also help the company to grow. So the company should grow, but the company should grow with people who are working in the company. That's the way I'm saying it. And uh, I'm looking at uh, a sustainable company. I don't, I don't want that the company will will stop with myself. I mean, tomorrow um, I can leave Kia or even pass away. So the company should sustain. And if you want your company to sustain, I think you have to uh, empower your, your employees. You have to give them skills, necessary skills, so that they can work and feel that the work they are doing is also helping them to lift up their living conditions. So I think it is very important to, to have this both growth, growing system match. Yes. The company growing should match with also the employees growing in the company. Yeah, yeah. I remember that when we chat, this is what one of the ideas that really struck me is to really how you look at a sustainable way, actually, as a company is the growth, of course, of the company plus human growth as well. So then matching both and making both sustainable together. And that's something that I found useful and very visionary. And yes, to for the second part of my question, what do you think that many other business owners or people who are running companies today think the same? Yeah, the, the, the point is, uh, first of all, I think this is uh, particularly Africa, Managers, because I think uh, in Europe, uh, people do think about capacity building. You know, not everybody though. You'll be surprised to and to know that not everybody also in Europe do. Okay, 
No? Yeah, so <laughs> you, you're right, you're right. <laughs> no, you're right. But, but more here, I think yeah. people are just thinking about the fact that if I want to make money, mm. I should create a company. And just when I create a company, all uh, the guys who are working for me are like my slaves. So I have to exploit them and to grow quickly to earn money and become, you know, the richest guy in the in the in the corner. Mm -hmm. I don't feel the same. Uh, for me, uh, having money is not an achievement. Mm. Uh, it is a mean to uh, work for the vision for what uh, you are you are living for. Uh, my my big achievement will be uh, that uh, many people in Africa are using our solar system to have access to energy. If that will make me becoming billionaire, fine. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't have no, yes. no big concern about money for yeah. me. So yeah. money should help us to achieve our vision, mm -hmm. not the, the, the opposite. Yes, yes. So, it's a bypass product. So having money is a bypass result of no, no. delivering no. these great services to people and uh, having uh, their own energy, green energy. <laughs> Okay, wonderful. And if you if you don't mind, one more thing that I would like to say. Yes. If you want to give uh, energy to people or electricity to people, is to make sure that it will lift up their their living condition. So if you are intending to do so, and you are not taking care about people who help you to achieve this, then you. Uh, uh, an opposite of your own vision because you want to make people's life better and those who are working with you, you neglect the way they are living. So for me, there is a, a mismatch between both, you know, uh, way to, to behave. That's why it is for me, it is uh, uh, clear that uh, we have to grow together. Mm -hmm. The company and the employees have to grow together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is that that uh, the way you're explaining that is like a no-brainer. However, <laughs> there is so many people who don't think that way. They just think that some people just come to the company to work. You tell them what to do. You abuse them as much as you can, and then they just leave. Um, but you can't build a sustainable company that you know people are going to put their heart into and grow that with you. Um, if you treat them that way, actually, and you don't give them that agency in that company. So, and, and I see now all the innovative also things that you are doing online with Facebook and LinkedIn. So, um, so which changes have you seen since, you know, we started this program? I know that you were doing different things already. So, but which change have you seen um, since we finished the program and, um, you know, some of the successes that you are getting now? The first thing is uh, some of my uh, employees were not on LinkedIn, even on Facebook, but now all of them uh, almost uh, are on the, uh, this uh, social media. And they are writing, writing now today some small uh, stories about the company or about themselves, which is uh, nice because uh, uh, I know they will have their own network and we, we, we target them when we want to 
communicate and, and this will bring more change tomorrow, I think. Yeah. So this is something which is uh, uh, sometimes for me, which is funny because I've seen some of them who were hiding, you know, I don't want to be on Facebook, I don't want to be leading. Now they are discovering that the, uh, maybe it is a good tool to communicate. Exactly. exactly. Thank you. So Sylvie, would you want to add something also to the result and the changes that you are making since you have been at the core of the training and the team? Um, so, you know, what actually are the other things that you want to, uh, to add? Okay, thank you. The, the first thing is that we uploaded our personal profiles uh, on the different social pages. So we receive more subscribers. I, I personally, I receive more subscribers on my social pages, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, and TikTok, on which I started talking about myself in video things uh, I cannot do before the, this training. And I made a lot of progress uh, with AI on a lot of issues quickly without having to wait for the feedback from my team. Yeah, yeah. And the marketing and communicating managers work with me on the implementation plan, each on their own. And one of us uh, used to have seven subscribers uh, on LinkedIn. And now at the, yeah, she has 202 subscribers. That is so it is a progress. And uh, for the company, we um, uploaded the visual, the product visual, we uploaded it and uh, we revised it. And our communication star generation uh, leads for the sales department through published uh, uh, contents. And also, uh, especially talking about AI, ChatGPT has become an essential tool in many of us work and it makes things easier and help to move forward quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, concerning Kia Energy, uh, Energy Group, Kia Energy Group, community increased by 15, uh, 1500, 50%, sorry. Wow. 50%, yes. Awesome. And we also make a plan to implement the recommendation of the training course that we are following right now. Mm. So I can say that it is uh, what I can add to. Mm. Wow. I really love hearing your result, especially not, not even two months now. So it's less than two months that you're re re getting. I, I, forgot, I forgot something, please. Uh, I want to add that we created a newsletter for oh, okay. Yes. Wonderful. I like to subscribe to that newsletter. <laughs> okay. So, you know, and if you continue that way, you keep continuing these efforts. By the end of the year, you're going to see how a compounded effect, how the effect is going to be compounded. Because as you go, as you are offering these new services, you are targeting better your clients and giving like a more, much more focused offer to them, you're going to see the kind of result that you're going to get. So it's really good to hear what is going what is happening actually so uh prof if i come back to you some company may be thinking you know that perhaps if they empower their employees they may be leaving to find a new job what is your perspective perspective for that i think they they're right because this is a fact uh sometime you know if you have uh 
given training to your uh, employees, uh, they will find better job elsewhere and they'll go. Uh, especially if you are working with young people, they are dreaming to have better and tomorrow they can go. Uh, so taking into consideration this uh, fact, uh, uh, capacity building is not only the, 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 the point you should focus on when you want to keep your, uh, your employees. You have to think about many other things. The, the social environment. What you are, are you doing to make sure that people are feeling as owners of your company? Uh, uh, do you have uh, a plan for their career? Uh, are, are you thinking about the, um, their, their salary? I think, for instance, the, you, if you are earning money, if you are doing profit, uh, are you sharing the profit with them? Because if you make sure that they are having uh, the, 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 how can I say, the feeling that they are considered in the company, uh, if there is a profit, they are, they are having their share of the profit in one way or another. Uh, we have a good relationship, social relationship. You are doing, uh, let's say, recreative activities with them, outgoing activities. Uh, so there are plenty of things we have to work on to think about uh, so that we can keep your, 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 your employees. We are facing a challenge here. We have young, very young staff. So they don't have their houses yet. They don't have their cars. They will get married. They will have their own kids, etc. So how can we accompany them in all this? So if we can provide uh, a system that will help them going through the aspects of uh, of their uh, you know uh, life then they will be with you for a long time mm. because people are not only looking for money for money but uh, i think they want to live better mm. so what are you providing them or propose them to live better so uh, to 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 answer clearly your question this is a fact mm. but we don't know how to focus only on this uh, to make sure that our employees are, are being with us uh, because we have trained them. No, nobody will stay in a company yeah. because of uh, capacity building. Yeah. No. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love what you say, actually. You have to think holistically, yeah, and uh, make sure that you provide them everything. What are their needs? As you say, they want to fast start a family. They need the mortgage for their house. They need their cars. So, you know, if you look after them and then provide them the means to have all those things, obviously they're going to feel that, you know, they, they don't even have much of choice to keep yeah. with you. And, um, and even, I always say to people, even if they end up leaving, it's like you leave the family. It's like when you raise a child, who goes he leave the fam he leave the house but he didn't leave the family 
Even outside, they, can still, they are still becoming your brand ambassador because of the way you treated them. But if you treat them bad, when they go, guess what? They're going to say, yeah, these people are not good, etc., etc. So it doesn't matter whether they stay or whether they go, actually. It's whether the way that you have empowered them, what is going to stay in their memory, whether they are in or out, how they're going to talk about you. So um, uh, sometimes also, excuse me to add something. Sometimes having people coming or going out is not bad. Yeah, you know exactly. Uh, if you are not welcoming new people, maybe you are doing wrong things, and nobody is uh, uh, able to to see it uh, in the company. So newcomer will see that, oh, if we change this, and he's coming also with his own expertise and experience. Yeah. So yes. we can help you uh, <laughs> keep yeah. having you know, new ideas or mm -hmm. shaping the way to grow better. So yeah. for me, you have to be open yeah. uh, for people who want to leave or other who want to join, but you have to make sure that you create a social environment that can make them feeling as in family, yeah. it's very important. Yeah, yeah, and again, other people leave, they may go out and gain more expertise and come back again as well. So yeah. you can also, yeah. you know, and uh, that was the last uh, year when I did uh, the, the, the series that I did, um, the previous series than this one was about the great resignation when a lot of people left their job. And I actually talked to someone who say that actually in their company, they are having a lot of people left who are returning back. Because why? Because they were not treated bad. They went and acquired a lot of skills and now they're coming with those skills that they need. And they say, I think that is something like 9% of their old employee that came back. And I say, see, now they know that, okay, they go because you always think that, you know, life is better outside. And then when you go out, you look and say, oh my gosh, I was way, way, way better in the past. So let me go back. At least they treated me well, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah, so there are a lot of factors to um, to um, think about when uh, it comes to uh, those employees' uh, empowerment. So um, now, um, what will be your advice to leaders who want to start on this journey? Let's say that there is a boss who has never thought that they can start to empower their employees. What is your advice to them? Where should they start? Um. For me, it is very important. Again, when you have to, when you want to build a strong corporation, it's people who are making it strong. You know, so if your employees are not very well skilled, if they are not skillful for making your company strong, it all it all becomes strong. You alone, you can't do it. Yeah. That's why you need employees. You need people even who are better than you. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in their, you know, um, area. So um, for me, they don't have to be fear about uh, training their employees. They don't have to fear employees who are smarter than them. You know, I think that uh, that is very important. Have to be confident. You are the boss. Fine. But now leave the floor for those who can uh, uh, lead you from one step to the to the the top the top one otherwise 
you stay at the same place, being your small boss, and people are, you know, uh, going far, and you are still at the same place. So that for me, that you don't have to fear people. Uh, you need even to learn from them. You have to chat with them. You have to be concerned about their, um, uh, let's say, living condition. It's very important. That's why I think you are not. Um, it's not a waste of money or time when you are uh, uh, you are given uh, you are empowering your your employees by uh, by uh, capacity building. We have to do it more. Mm. We need people to feel at home when they are working with you. Okay, cool. That is wonderful. Now we're going to go through the last part of this um, this uh, interview. Um, which is um, the 3M. So this podcast is called Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life Podcast. So when there are 3M, I always like to discuss with my guests, which is uh, meaning, money, and movement. I just wanted to know, Prof, where do you get your inspiration from? Where does your inspiration come from? From natural people. <laughs> <laughs> what do you I mean? Like chatting, I like chatting with ordinary people, you uh -huh. know. Uh, when I'm uh, going around, uh, when I'm doing my, uh, uh, let's say, jogging or in the morning, I'm seeing people and, you know, uh, I'm thinking about them. And when I'm going in rural areas, um, um, I uh, have a, a very good observation of people. I observe them. I see how uh, they are behaving and it gives me a lot of inspiration. Mm. Mm. I, 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 uh, when I'm working around, I just observe what is going around me. Yeah. I don't have a specific uh, area or way to say that my inspiration is coming from here. Of, mm. I'm looking around, I've seen the, the, the people, how they are living in ordinary way. And my thought still is, how does it? Mm. And Sylvie, and you, where do you get your inspiration from? <laughs> <laughs> from everyday life, I can say. Uh -huh. Anything that is happening um, in my life and other people's life, mm -hmm. uh, I can be a spy and I like storing, reading. Mm -hmm. So some, um, another person's testimony also inspired me. So yeah. there's it. Okay, that's wonderful. So yeah, now maybe, maybe yeah. if I should add one more thing. Yes. Which one? I like success stories. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, like for instance, when I decided to jump into the solar business, I was seeing around those who were famous in the industry, in this uh, uh, energy sector, but more uh, globally, I, I was saying, uh, for instance, the, the, the story about yeah, Apple, about Microsoft. Mm -hmm. And so I tried to see if there is any similarity yes. that could help me, you know, in what I'm doing. So I like people who succeed. I like yeah. excellent people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see, you know, like attracts like. So you can yeah. see. <laughs> 
something of you in them and then you say okay let me go and learn a little bit so wonderful so now i'm a generous person you know and i have one billion pounds to give you today what would you do with that how would you spend your days thank you very much you you help me quickly having my dream comes true. Uh, I have a lot of innovation, you know, that I would like to make at scale. Uh -huh. uh, we're quickly uh, finalizing some of uh, our prototype uh -huh. and uh, testing them and uh, producing them at a, uh, a huge level so that uh, more people who benefit from that. It will take a big headache for me because uh, discussing alone with local banks or even international banks is a headache. Mm. So if I have my own money, be, you say billions of billion dollars. Of uh, no, of no, dollars. no, no, billion pounds, not even billion dollars. Uh, this this is this is more than you make, me, you make me an amazing guy because uh, all Africa or, you know, um, let's say third uh, countries will be coming, become very powerful in terms of access to energy. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's specifically what I'll bring in with it. Of course, I'll have some of uh, my vacation now in uh, Hawaii, you know, to, 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 have, to have a little rest. But, it's, it's, it's not the first thing I'll be doing. <laughs> a, a small private jet to get you to Hawaii? <laughs> no, not necessarily. If it's not, if it's not very uh, profitable for me, I won't do it. Okay. <laughs> I won't do it. I'm not, I'm not very bling bling guy. Okay. I, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, maybe it is because of uh, how I'm seeing Africa, you know, I, I, when I come back from Canada, going in villages, uh, I travel a lot in Africa. And when I'm seeing things, I said, uh, we have a lot to do for this continent. Mm. And I don't know where to even to start. Mm. So if I have money and I'm like, I'm wasting it, mm. uh, uh, it is, uh, I'm, I'm angry at people who are wasting it because I said, we can use it in a better way to help people, you know, in their living conditions. So okay. um, okay. it, it, I'm not saying that if uh, I have a, a, a way to rest in somewhere to, you know, uh, feel life, I won't, I'll, I'll refuse, not that. But, yeah. but the most important things will be helping people. Yeah having access to it. Okay, that's wonderful. So you are still in your vision. And Sylvie, one billion pounds for you. <laughs> I'm feeling so generous today. <laughs> I'm afraid that is not the answer my boss is looking for. Okay. Oh, You're going to leave him. Oh, no. No, no I won't the, leave him. She, she will leave me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I will leave you, but uh, I will see better care for my health. Yes, I will see better care for my health. But uh, also what I can do is to seek a partner uh, here in Togo uh, that, will, that will be an icon or star here. That can be the face of Kia mm. because 
our products uh, are not for any person that's one is, but for a target people. So I will I will stick to make a partnership with a person that is a really an icon here in Togo that can really represent the face of Kia and talk about our products. Who is the icon? You can name the icon, but perhaps we're going icons, to- Icons, I'm talking icon. about stars, uh, that's King. Uh, I don't know if you know Almog, for example. Who? Almog, she's a singer. No, Almog. Okay, Almog. yes. No. Yes, she's okay. a singer here. And her target is not uh, every person. She can, um, uh, she can do, uh, I don't know, uh, how can I say? He can do spectacle for persons that are really, uh, that have money. Okay. Uh, not for That's any obvious. other, That's yes, obvious. yes. So that kind of person can really represent the face of Kia and attracts people that can uh, have mm -hmm. our products. Okay, you should start to talk to her. You don't need a billion to go and talk to her and uh, arrange something, actually. <laughs> not have a billion. <laughs> yeah, I know what she'll be doing with this a billion of dollars. She'll what buy What is Kia she going first. to do? She's going to buy Kia. <laughs> yeah, first. It's what she'll do first. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, perhaps that will be that. So, Prof, so now you, I know almost what you may say, but I'll ask anyway. How do you want to be remembered for? Um, very good question. Uh, it's yeah, what I said, eternity, uh, or if you want your name to remain after, after you pass away, you need to sacrifice uh, things who are very important for you. And uh, uh, I'm fully dedicating my whole life uh, to look for better solution so that people won't, you know, uh, uh, won't fight against uh, uh, black or how can I say, uh, to make people having access, affordable access to energy. This is a big concern for me because you can't do anything, you can't develop anything if you don't have access to uh, uh, sustainable energy. Uh, you need energy for your house, for your company, for, for, for even your, your motion. I mean, your cars, if, if you have, for instance, electric, electrical vehicle, you need to power it with, uh, with uh, you know, uh, power uh, solar system, for instance. So for me, being an African, having the sun radiation that we have here, uh, I would like people to remember that there was a guy who dedicated his whole life to make sure that we find the appropriate solar system that will have an uh, impact on people uh, living from house to their professional work. So mm -hmm. if uh, people can remember about me uh, because of this, I think my soul will really 
uh, you know, be in peace. Yeah. We okay. rested in peace. We be resting in peace. Beautiful vision, beautiful, uh, yes, legacy uh, that you're going to remember <laughs> you for. So now how can people reach you and learn more about you and your work and what you do? Uh, we have, uh, for me, I have my personal, you know, um, Facebook page, uh, LinkedIn page. Uh, we have our website. Uh, and uh, I am a... Consider myself as a public man, so that I, I, I left my uh, uh, even phone numbers on websites, so people can uh, uh, WhatsApp me or call me or chat with me with me uh, if they want to access to me. And by the way, when I have my uh, let's say uh, uh, rest, some rest time. Uh, I, I've written down my ideas uh, of uh, what I'm thinking about our society. So I'm a little writer. I'm, a, I'm learning how to write good novels or, or, or books in general. So I have published four books so people can also uh, know me better by reading my books. So where so, are these books? Where can we find your books? You can find my books on Amazon today. Okay. By typing what? By typing Yao Azuma. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yao Azuma. And uh, you can also, for those who are in France, for instance, if they go to FNAC, uh, they can also <laughs> see that uh, FNAC is a, a huge library you know, we have in France. So they can also have from there. And I published at Hamilton. Uh, you know, edition uh, house, so they can also find my Is books it from on Amazon. Come again, please. Is it on Amazon as well? Yeah, yeah. All my books are on Amazon. I'm talking Amazon. about the edition uh, house of the books, which is Hamilton. Okay. That okay. people can can go directly and okay. uh, order books from them, and so. Uh, Okay. Yeah, so I think These days, everybody goes to Amazon. I don't know anybody yeah. who goes to Amazon or any other Fnac. And yeah, that's, why, that's why I started with Amazon, which is yes. the easiest way <laughs> to have my, my books. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. So the time has flown, actually. We are all uh, at the end of our conversation, and it was a real pleasure to have you both, Prof and uh, Sylvie. Uh, in this podcast today and meaningful work meaningful life podcast and really sharing your insight to what you know you have in your heart and i really really thank you for sharing your wisdom inspiring our readers listeners and uh, keep up the good work thank you very much it was a oh, pleasure to touch with you and uh, thank you for uh giving us the floor to express ourselves and to share our vision, our passion with uh, uh, people who are listening to your podcast. Thank you again. My, my pleasure. And thank, thank you again. Thank you very much. Thank you my, for the opportunity. My pleasure. Well, that is it for today. And before we go, don't forget to subscribe to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast if you love what you've heard. The show notes of the episode are on my website, francinebelay.com slash podcast. 
Once you are there, you can also take the free personal branding for impact test. It's only two minutes and you will discover the score in seven key areas to improve your career or business success through personal branding. It's quick and it's free. I will see you next week for another episode of season nine. Until then, dream, act, and make an impact. Lots of love.